Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with eXp. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Oh, that was a... That was a pretty cool intro. I was not expecting that. I don't know if any of you else were like, whoa, what happened there? Jesse's like face is popping up. Um, welcome, everybody. Thank you for being here. Um, as usual, it is a Friday morning. I am the host. I am a big, big, big proponent for having cameras on. There's so many reasons for it, mostly because um, this is a really interactive course. and I'm actually going to be teaching and presenting something that I worked really hard on preparing. So I would really love everybody that can, can be on camera to please turn on your cameras. Um, it'll help you learn better. It'll help me feel better that you're actually interested in what I'm saying. So win-win for everybody. So, um, okay. So here we go. Uh, who was here last week for Agent Power Huddle? Dominique. All right. There's Lanny was here. Okay. So we are talking about open houses. Okay. And I'm not going to go into the whole, like why you need to do an open house because I did that last week. So if you want to know why uh, I firmly believe you need to do open houses, but you need to do them the right way, please go back and watch last week's um, uh, call because it was awesome. It was awesome. I walked away from that call. I was so fired up. And today I'm going to teach you the second half of my open house strategy. So if you have questions on the first half, uh, you need to go back and watch last week's video because the first half took about, about 35 minutes to go through. So the second half might take that long. So I'm not sure that I'm going to have a lot of time to go back and repeat some of the things that we talked about last week. Okay. Um, if we do, I absolutely will answer them, but this is really just to kind of go off of where we ended last week. Are we all in alignment with that? Awesome. Cool. Um, Great. If those of you who are just now arriving, if you um, would turn on your cameras, I would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, and let's get into it. So um, I will remind you that I'm going to do a couple reminders of what this open house plan is all about. Uh, and the thing is, you want to remember is that I'm not here to tell you what's right in your MLS. I don't know the answer to what your MLS will provide. So you have to make sure that what I'm going to tell you and what I share with you is allowed for your MLS. Okay. Um, I'm also going to let you know that um, this strategy is really like designed for stale listings. Uh, if you want to know again, why go back to last week's, but this strategy is really designed for sale listings and for vacant houses. Okay. So um, let me move forward to where we ended last week. Oh, we don't want that. That's weird. <laughs> Okay, so last week we ended with um, Thursday, right? So this is a seven day open house strategy where you're actually um, starting to market someone else's open house. If you don't have listings, um, this works for someone else's open house. If you have your own listings, even better. But we started, we ended last week with talking about um, um, Thursday. On Thursday, which is the, uh, what, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
fifth day, fifth day of the marketing plan, uh, this is what you're supposed to do. You take it and you email the open house to your database. You do a property tour live on Facebook. You create a short form video and post it on Instagram and TikTok. You could even do YouTube shorts if you're into YouTube shorts. If it's 29 seconds or less, you can even post it on Google business profile. There's so many places, um, but then you want to repurpose that and actually run an ad behind it. That's where we left off. Okay, so today we are going to talk about Friday, Saturday, and the big event. So, you guys, this this is really um, this is really designed for a Sunday open house. Okay, so Sundays are the day that I did my open houses. I did not do multiple houses, multiple open houses in a weekend. I did one each week and I did it really, really, really well. Right? What do they say? Jack of all trades, master of none. Right? And I don't ever want to be that. I want to be the master of something, right? So if you've listened to anything else I say, I always say learn, implement, master, and then repeat, right? Learn, implement, master, repeat. So today we're learning. Next, then we're going to go implement. We're going to master this. And then we're going to repeat it over and over and over and over and over again. And then you can learn something else and do something else. Um, okay. So today we're moving on to Friday. So after you've run that property ad, or after you've run the, the live tour, uh, you've emailed it out to your open house, you've already posted on Craigslist, you've already posted this everywhere else. Now you're gonna go for the work. <laughs> this is where the hard work comes in. This is where the traditional methods of real estate really help you come in handy. And we are going to actually get out there, we're going to put our flyers everywhere, and we're gonna go back. Hi neighbor, how's it going? We have an open house, I wanna let you know. We have a pizza party, we have a taco truck, we have a DJ, we have giveaways, we have door prizes, we have whatever we have. Come on and visit us. And that's what we're gonna do. So let's talk about that. And this is where people are always like, oh, I don't wanna do that part. Who likes a door knock? Who likes it? Yeah, I don't like it either. I'm not gonna lie, you guys. I did this and like, I put this in here. I put this in the plan and I hated it. But I gotta tell you, there's a, there's a real estate coach out there, Tim and Julie Harris. And Tim Harris always says, do what you don't wanna do when you don't wanna do it at the highest level. Do what you don't wanna do when you don't wanna do it at the highest level. And I can tell you, the one thing I never want to do is door knock. But this part of the plan is the most effective, immediate part of the plan, right? This is the, this is the part that's going to get you business right now. All of the social media, all of the promoting, all the Craigslist, all the lead gen that you're doing, that's going to get you business in the next three to four months. The door knocking and, and phone calling is going to get you business right now, right? So this is where like, if you're skipping this part, cool, you can still have a successful open house, but it's not as fun because you don't want, you're not getting business right now, right? Okay. So let's move on here. There's so many people without cameras on today. My gosh. Okay. Good thing I'm on, um, I'm on share screen, so I can't really see it. But um, anyway, so um, this is what we're doing on Friday. I, I went into, I kind of jumped ahead into Saturday talking about the door knocking, but Friday, like this is where you actually have to go out and you have to tour your, your competitive listings. Um, I was watching, listening to a podcast this morning and they were talking about how this market is requiring people to have more skills than anything. Like you can be a master at lead generation. You can do anything you want, but if you really want to have like, like make it through this market, you have to be skilled at what you're doing. So if you're going to go to an open house, you have to be skilled at hoping an hosting an open house by knowing exactly what's on the market. So what you really should be doing is scheduling um, property property pre previews. So on Friday, I would do at least four property previews. 
So I did no less than four and I picked them. Obviously I did based on the neighborhood more, more specifically or within like a one or two mile radius of what other people were looking for in that price point, because that helped me when it came time to talking to people in the open house, talking to neighbors, doing all that stuff that helped me be an expert. So make sure you're doing this property tour listings. Do not miss that. Uh, make sure you review the schedule for other open houses because you, so you know exactly what else is happening. You want to be the expert, right? This is all about being the expert on this listing, even if it's not yours. Then you want to make sure you're posting it to your stories. We all know this. And then you got to pick your giveaway. If you have not picked your giveaway yet, you want to pick your giveaway. And I'm going to tell you why the giveaway is really important when we get to Sunday and we actually talk about like the actual event of an open house. But the giveaway, you guys, this is the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. The easiest way I've ever gotten people to give me information in my entire life. Okay. You got to pick a giveaway and it's got to be something good. Um, and I'm going to tell you, my favorite giveaway, the most, um, the most successful one I ever did was a wine and chocolate basket. There's a cute little basket I put together, had a bottle of red wine and had some curated chocolates in there. That's, that's one I ever did. Super easy. Took me, you know, it cost me like, I don't know, 50 bucks maybe. Um, and um, that's what I did for a giveaway. Okay. And you'll see why you want that. So make sure you pick a giveaway, make sure it's really good. Okay. All right. So let us move on. And this is Saturday. So here we go. See how busy Saturday is compared to the rest of the week. I get four steps here. Here we got eight. So now you're posting your open house reminder. You're reposting your Craigslist ad that you posted on Tuesday. You're door knocking the neighborhood. You guys, I'm not going to lie when I say the, the magic number is a hundred doors. Now, if you missed the last week's session, you understand why I told, now you can understand more reason why I told you want to have another agent partner with you on this because the lender is not going to go door knock with you. An agent will. And you're not going to be able to hit a hundred doors in one day by yourself. So if you don't plan door knocking for maybe Friday also, um, you're not going to be able to hit a hundred doors. And the magic number is 100. I have tested this multiple times and I know that the magic number is 100. Then for those of you who don't want to pick up the phone, you need to pick up the phone and you need to call your friends. You need to call your family. I would call my dad. Dad, I'm doing an open house. Okay, honey, sure. I'll come see you. Oh, do you mind if I invite Joe and Cindy and all his friends too? Right? Because you guys want to be able to get in front of these people. You want them, you want to create a buzz, right? You want, you want activity to be at the open house for multiple reasons. When you have more activity at an open house, when you're creating the buzz around it, the people that you then door knocked and introduced yourself to are seeing what you can do in action. Does that make sense? That's why you want to create a buzz. That's why you want to invite your friends, invite the people who will come because the neighbors don't know that those are your friends that came. The other agent doesn't know that those are your friends that came. The other agent says, Oh my gosh, how did you get a hundred people through the door? I've had it on the market for 45 days. I haven't even had three showings. You got a hundred people through the door in one day. Right? Like, I'm sorry. Does that, does that sound like you're doing something right to anybody else? Right. So this is why you like, you got to do this process step-by-step step because I will tell you like missing one step of it. I mean, I never kept, kept track of it. I probably should. I mean, going back, I would probably track everything now, everything that I did now, but I can just tell you there were some times when I would skip some steps and the, it's like, crickets in the open house. And it's a waste of my time. Again, we're going to go back to wasting our time and we don't want to waste time. So um, let's go here. So you want to call your friends. You want to make sure you invite everybody. Okay. Then 
when the open, right before the open house starts, you don't want to do it during the open house because the idea is that you're going to have, um, well, uh, this is the day before, sorry. The day before, uh, the idea is that you're going to have a, a ton of people through. So you're not going to have time to do this the day of. So you want to make sure that you go live on Facebook again and you announce your giveaway, show your giveaway, get excited about it, get people to come because the only way they're going to be able to win this prize is to come into the open house. It's not something you're going to do if they enter online. The only way for them to win this prize is for them to come to the open house. Uh, a really cool giveaway showing that you could do like people love like sports event tickets, movie tickets, uh, theater tickets, things like that. I mean, but you got to think about your budget, right? This is really good for your budget. And the other thing that I realize I'm missing here is you want to make sure you also have little mini door prizes. Okay. So one, one grand giveaway and little mini door prizes. And the thing is, the door prizes go to everybody. Door prizes go to everybody. And the um, grand prize goes to the most likely, the hottest, the hottest lead, basically. You choose. You choose who goes to the grand prize too. But the door prize goes to everybody. So everybody gets a door prize. But you guys, the trick is when the people come to the door, to come to get the door prize, they can't get it unless, what do you think they have to do to get the door prize? You can come off mute and talk. It's okay. Fill out the form. Fill, Fill out, out your form. form. Give your information. Yep. The only way. That's the best way to get people to sign in. Oh, I'm going to win something. I'm going to win a $10 Starbucks card. I'm going to win a, I don't know, enter for you, you. That's the best way. The only way they're going to get the door prize. And if I were doing it today, I mean, back then I didn't know much about QR codes. Uh, that was a while ago. Uh, but if I were doing it today, I would have a QR code on my iPad. I, I had like an open house app on my iPad, but today I would probably create a landing page. To be honest with you, I would do it. I'd go the whole route of creating my own landing page. So you can, um, you can get them to go into your landing page, have a video there, do like go all out with this, right? Be creative with it. But the only way people are going to win is if they sign in. And then you want to make sure that you test that email address that they gave you by having an automated email or text follow-up, right? Because that's the only way you're going to test that email or phone number that actually works. Because a lot of times people will come in and give you a fake phone number or a fake email just so they can enter to win, right? But you want to have an automation that goes out so you can see right away that that's actually a real thing. So make sure you do that if you're doing it that way. And if you're, you know, and there's, uh, there's a lot of other creative ways to do the, to get email addresses and phone numbers from it, but here you go. You're generating leads right now. Hey, Selena, I'll answer your question in just a second. She's, she's asking, what are you saying to the neighbors when you door knock? And I won't go into that. Um, so um, you also want to make sure on Saturday that you are posting flyers, ads, signs, everything else you can. If your market allows you to do, you know, open house signs before an open house, do it. I would do it. I would put as many signs out as you can. You just want to get a buzz going. You want to get your name started to be recognized. And if you guys do this strategy, you'll start realizing why you might want to do this strategy in the same areas, the same neighborhoods, because now like you're putting, you're getting lists of people in this area. You're getting your name out in front of like public spaces. Like I would post it in Safeway, Fred Meyer, Starbucks, anywhere that would let me put flyers. And I put like 25 in each place. I was like crazy about the flyers crazy. Like people are like, what the heck? And my friends would call me Linnea. I see your flyer everywhere. And I'm like, Oh, cool. It's working. Right. So like you want to do, this is where the traditional stuff comes in. Um, now let's go in and talk about what you say when you door knock the neighborhood. Okay. Um, it's easy. Hey neighbor, 
how's it going? I don't know if you noticed, but your neighbor's house has been, your neighbor's house is for sale. And most of the time, if you start out that way, they're like, oh yeah, man, that house was a wreck when I first saw it. You should have seen what it looked like. You learned so much. You learn so much. Sometimes they're going to be like, meh, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to talk to you. And you're like, cool, no problem. We're having an open house. We have some really cool stuff. I don't know if you're interested in stopping by. No, 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 I'm good. Okay, walk away, right? No big deal. I mean, I think Danella one time had someone slam the door in her face or yell at her for like littering all over the place. I don't know. But it really just depends. Like one time, okay? One time, you guys, out of, I don't know, she's probably knocked 500 to 600 doors. One out of that many people. So, Let's think about the ratio there, okay? Someone was rude one time. <laughs> so let's be real, okay? So, hey neighbor, we're having an open house, or I don't know if you if you realize, but your neighbor's house has been for sale and they're gonna tell you so much and you gotta kind of go from there, right? One time, the, like the best scenario I ever had was when someone was like, oh my gosh, can I tell you everything you wanna know about that house? And I'm like, sure, no problem. And they tell me everything I wanna know. Do you know how awesome that was for me when it came time to actually hosting the open house and people were asking me questions? And I was like, oh yeah, do you know that what happened? So this house, blah, 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 and I was able to give them the history of the open house, okay? The other thing is like, when you go in, you're just, if, if they're really like, they don't want to talk to you, I just say, Hey, I just, I'm not trying to tell you anything. I just want to invite you to an event that we're having at your neighbor's house. And, you know, you're going to, you're going to have some people who say no. You're going to have some people who are like, absolutely. You're going to have some people who don't come, some people who do come, but that's why you want to have a reason for them to come because people don't want to just come visit an open house. I mean, neighbors do, and that's actually good. I mean, sometimes, sometimes they do. Sometimes neighbors are like, meh, but I would always be like, you know, I'm having a pizza. We're having, we're going to have pizza. We're going to have some beverages. We're going to have some giveaways, like some fun stuff. We would love to see you come by. Even if you can just come by to just tell me what you think of the house. Really easy, super easy conversation, just like I would have with anyone else. And this is the kind of stuff that, you know, we we're taught to avoid, like trying to like, like avoid looky-loos and neighbors, but you guys, those looky-loos and neighbors are going to be your next clients. I had one open house. I had 45 groups through, which is really good. And this isn't kind of like a super slow market, 45 people. The house is on the market for 62 days when I did the open house, 45 people came through. Do you know how many uh, referrals that agent has now sent me? That agent my, I mean, my own market has now sent me five referrals because there was a house, there were houses that she didn't think she could sell. So she sent me five referrals. Okay. So 45 people through a house that was on the market for 62 days. Also from that one open house, I picked up two listings. One of those sellers were also buyers. How many of you think that's an effective open house? Okay. So that's why I'm like this strategy from like A to Z, like you got to do it all right. Isabel, how do you test the email automatically? You should in your CRM, you should have uh, email automation set up and that's how you do it. You just have, you set up an automation for it and it'll automatically email out to them. And then you'll, your CRM should tell you if it's an, if it's an invalid email. So that's a completely different conversation of the how to there, but that is basically how that works. So, um, okay. So then uh, here, this is where you want to make sure after you've done um, all of this, you've door knocked the neighborhood, then you just want to follow up with the listing agent. Just let them know. Oh, shoot, you guys, I'm not even sharing with you. Sorry. I thought I was sharing. Uh, just, you want to make sure that you are just letting them know what's going on, kind of the buzz you've created, you know, don't tell them everything you're doing, right? You don't need to tell them everything. Don't tell them, uh, but tell them the buzz you've created and then go home and sleep. This is probably, I say four hours, your first time doing this until you get this down 
down to a pad. It's probably going to take 10 hours. This literally was a 10 hour day for me. So it's a long day and your feet hurt at the end. So again, find a partner, find an agent partner, find someone that you want to work with, work out a referral fee with them. So you can, so you can like make sure that the both of you are getting compensated fairly for it. Okay. And that's what I did. I just, um, I actually, the guy that I did these, um, uh, open houses with, he just gave me the listings. He's like, I don't want the listings. I don't want to help sellers. I was like, cool. You take all the buyers. I'll take all the sellers. Perfect. Worked out for both of us. All right. Are you feeling, how are you feeling? Good. Okay. So we're going to move on to the big, big event. So the big event is the open house day. And how many of you do open houses now that start at 11 o'clock and you show up at 1055? Selena, I love your honesty, Selena. It happens, you guys, and it happens all the time. People host open houses for me and they sh- they're like, oh, I'm here at 1159 or 12, 150, whatever, 1059. And I'm like, okay. And like, there are times when like someone will show up super early and people also show up early with you. No problem. Just let them in, just go with the flow. Who cares? You know, who cares if someone else shows up early, just go with the flow, do your thing, you know, be, be engaging, but like, do not show up. The number one rule of hosting an open house is do not show up five minutes before it opens. Because this whole time we've been talking about, you want this to be your brand, right? You're branding yourself. You're, you're giving yourself a name in the community, with the neighbors, with the other agent, right? You're giving yourself a name. So if your name is, I show up at the last minute and I'm very ill-prepared and I'm setting things up as people come in. Is that the brand you want? I mean, if it is, cool. I mean, I don't know that I would choose to work with someone who is very last minute and not like organized, but some people will. So I would just say, if that's not the brand you want to uh, represent or you don't want to put out there, don't do that. My rule of thumb was to show up two hours early. I would ask the agent, my dog, sorry. I would ask the agent to block showings for two hours prior to the open house, um, just because, um, then I could do my thing. It is really hard if you, if, if they don't block showings and you have a private showing, cause you can't really go in and set up. Right. So I would always ask them to block it for two hours before my open house. And normally, as long as they understood why they would do it, no problem. You just got to explain to them. Okay. So see, Oh God, I was right on time too. It's going to take this next seven minutes. So right. Two hours early. Um, make sure like when you're doing your walkthrough of the house, like on that Friday, right. When you're doing the walkthrough of the house, make sure you take a note of the things that you need. Cause sometimes people's staging is really not as good as I'd like it to be. So I have my own little staging equipment that I bring in like light staging, nothing major, no furniture or anything, but like little plants here and there, or I might bring another extra lamp because maybe I don't feel like the, the lamp is good enough. I might bring two Alexas. So, um, I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I wanted to make sure she didn't turn on. I might bring two Alexas so I can play music up and downstairs. Right. I would also make sure that when I picked the music, I would pick the music on Friday. Um, I would make sure that I picked the music that matches the house. Like if I'm in a super rural house and I'm playing some house, if I'm playing some like trance music in a super rural house or a farmhouse, that makes literally no sense. If I'm on an equestrian property and I'm playing some trance music, that's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for the house. It's not going to tell the house's story. Okay. This is where you're really telling the story of the house. So pick the right music to go with the house, which again is the reason that you want to make sure you do all of the work in advance. So you can really learn the house. Okay. 
make sure you get there two hours early to set it up. Um, I would always make sure that I brought stuff to sweep, mop, clean the counters, clean the windows. Cause inevitably there, if a house has been on the market for some time, there's going to be fingerprints on the mirrors, fingerprints on the doors, things that like just don't make the house shine and sparkle. You want to make sure that's taken care of. Okay. Prep your sign in. And like, if you have another agent there, the agent, other agent needs to show up with you too. So make sure, make sure that's very clear. If you're having a partner do this with you, make sure that they know that they need to be involved in every step of this in order for that split. If you're going to do a 50, 50 split in order for that 50, 50 split to work, they have to do every step of it with you. And if they don't, then it's not a 50, 50 split. Sorry, not how it works. Okay. But get them there and then like, like divvy up these tasks. Okay. Prep the sign in and the sign in booth should be like a booth. Like if you're not, if you're not going to, if you're not going to stand at the front of the house and like have people sign in, which really is the ideal situation. I'll tell you about that in a second, but make sure you have a really fun and pretty sign in booth with a giveaway and a sign that says win this basket or win this prize, right? Have signs that say win this, like get it, be excited about it. Think about when you walk into like an event or you walk into a concert, you walk in anywhere and they want you to sign up for something. Are you just signing up because there's a pad of paper there that says, please sign in? You're not. You're signing in to receive something. Okay. And I'm going to give you a little hint. Your something is not a home value report. Okay. That's not your something. <laughs> do not do a home value report for a free sign in. No, you can do that online all day, any day. This is fun. This is like win this, whatever. Like, honestly, if you're like at an equestrian property, for example, I would probably have like a horse care, but I don't know much about horses, but like, I just think about Kim because Kim's like an equestrian expert. So um, I would just like, if you're like at a, a horse property, I would have like something that goes with the house, something that goes with the neighborhood, something that goes with the community. Does that make sense? If you're in a luxury market, don't be giving away gift cards to Walmart. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, like make sure, you know, your market. I know it's funny, but it's, you, those are things people don't think about. Like you got to think about your client, your demographic, the house, where are you at? That's what the prices should be. Okay. Um, and yes, Ellen, I have answers to all of those here in just a second. Um, <clears throat> then when you're there, you want to host the open house for three hours is always a trick. And then too short is too short. Too long is too long. Three hours is my trick and get data from every single visitor. So here's where the real, oh gosh, I hope I make it on time. Okay, here's where the real stuff comes in. So you guys, the reason why you wanna have a second agent there is because you really wanna have someone out front who's like greeting them, right? So not only does your signage have to be great when you're, I didn't even put that in here, but you should also know your signage leading to the open house should be phenomenal, okay? Like have massive amounts of signage, have more than like, <laughs> have at least six signs, at least, and then like try to do something with balloons on them, like try to like get as much as you can notice around those signs. Okay. Those are all, those are old, old tricks. But the reason why you want to have someone else host the open house with you is not only for safety, but also because you want to have someone out front who's like, Hey, welcome to our open house. Come on in. And like welcoming them in, right. Standing on the front porch, welcoming them in. Okay. And then you're inside or that other person's inside. Hey, we've got these awesome prizes. Make sure you sign in and have them sign in. So someone's welcoming them in, someone's having them sign in. Or the welcome person is also having them sign in and then there's one person inside like helping them tour the house. Okay, so just take your pick, but everyone needs to sign in. They have to sign in to win a prize. And if, and if someone doesn't wanna sign in to win a prize, you can pull the old safety route on and be like, look, 
you know, this is a vacant house. We just want to make sure that we are like, you can pull the safety trick. If that, if the, if the giveaway isn't working, which is weird, if it's not, if the giveaway is not working, pull the safety trick. Like we need to know who you are because it's for personal safety reasons. Like if something happens, you know what I mean? And people need to be, people are usually pretty respectful of that. So just like pull, try the giveaway thing and then pull the safety thing. Okay. Now, what you're going to do with all the information that you get, because cool, we got the information, but what are you going to do with it? Okay. The whole, the goal is that throughout this open house, you are actually making connections with people and you're learning who is in the neighborhood. You're learning how they heard about the open house. You're learning, did they see it online? Did they see your flyer? Like you're kind of learning where they saw it. Oh, I just drove by. I saw your signs. Cool. You're, you're giving conversation. We can have a whole other series of calls on how to talk to people at an open house. That is not what this call is about, but what you want to get from them is you want to know how serious are they? What is their timeline, right? And you want to find that one piece of gold in there who's going to win the grand prize. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to call them and you're going to say, hey, Dominique, this is Lenea Carver. You just came to my open house and I am so excited to tell you, you won the grand prize. I would love to deliver it to you on my way home. What's your address? Okay, so what do you do? Because you learned the reason why this person is your grand prize winner. I don't know if you guys just heard about my dog farted <laughs> really loud. So, so I don't know if you heard that. That was my dog. <laughs> anyway, but the reason why the reason why this person is a grand prize winner is because you learned that they want to move pretty quickly. They do not have an agent and they have a house they want to sell. That is why they're your grand prize winner. Okay. And isn't telling them that you won something so much better than being like, Hey, I'd like to give you a free home value report. Like, <laughs> How many of you are so tired of saying, do you want a free home value report? Like, come on, like, let's be real. Okay. I'd much rather be like, Hey, you won something. Let me bring it over to you. And then you don't just deliver it with the price. You have to have this prepared before you go in. I should probably add it to my notes. What I had prepared was everything that I would drop off for a pre-listing appointment, right? So if you're, when you're dropping everything off for your pre-listing, I had that all prepared with me. I had swag. I have my marketing plan. I have the seller's guide. I have all that stuff dropped off. I also have a buyer's guide in there because they are also buying a house. And I drop it off with the giveaway, the big grand prize at their house. I guarantee you, no one else is doing that. No one else is doing it. Unless you're doing it, unless you're competing in competing markets here. Unless you're in the same market and you're competing with each other, you might be doing it, but uh, no one else is doing that. And that's where the gold comes in, okay? You can also do that with the people who are winning the door prizes. If you only have a sample of a door prize there, you can also do this with people who win the door prizes because you might find a few people who want to buy or a few people who want to sell, right? And you can do the exact same thing with the door prices. Or, so just kind of like be creative with, and this is why you want to make sure you plan, you have to plan, right? We go back to session one, you have to plan. This isn't something that you can just do spur of the moment. It's not a, okay, let me do an open house tomorrow and uh, you're not gonna get it all done. It's not gonna happen. And you might, you might get some people through it, but I'm going to tell you this market right now, you're not, they're not seeing, unless the house is really amazing and priced really well. And if it was, you would not be doing an open house on it after 40 days. Okay. <laughs> but those houses are not getting tons of people through it. They're not. So just doing everything like you've always been doing at the last minute is not going to work. 
Okay. So there's a couple of questions. Um, when you hold an open house for another agent, do you include? No, it does. It, uh, Lenora, it really depends on what your market tells you. Her question is, do you include the listing agent info on your social media posts or flyer? It really depends on what the market, what your, what your MLS tells you. So for me, um, I, I don't have to, I do have to put like a little uh, blurb at the bottom that says listing provided by uh, the name in the broker, but it's a little blurb. It doesn't have to be the same size as mine or anything. So it's on there. Um, uh, and then on online, it, I just share, I'll share it like from, uh, I'll share the listing provided by. So I, I do have to do that. You have to depend on what your market says. So I don't know the rules for your market. Ellen, my golden hours for the open house are either one to four or two to five. Um, those are my golden hours. I feel like um, 10 to one, 10 to 10 to one, 11 to two, those are just kind of like middle of the day. And if you're doing this on a Sunday, think about people who might be going to church, right? People who have, who have family brunches, have things on Saturdays or have things in the morning. Um, I would go one to four or two to five is kind of what I decided, what I discovered. What if it is a condo downtown? What does that question mean? Like for door knocking? We're waiting for her to get off mute. She can't mute. Oh, did she just type it in? No signs and such. Well, then you can't do signs. Got to make do. You got to, you can, you can still post flyers in, um, grocery stores. Uh, you can post flyers, flyers and coffee shops. You just got to see what you can do. Like sometimes condos will allow you to put it on like their downstairs, like on their bulletin board. But if they don't allow you to do it, you can't do it. I mean, there's, there's really like, that's why you really got to do all pieces of it. Right. So you've got to do the online piece. You've got to do the door knocking piece. Again, check your HOAs to make sure that you can do this sort of thing. Right. Um, if not, if you can't door knock, then circle prospect, pick up the phone, buy the phone numbers and call the people. Okay. Like there, there's, there's ways to do it. Um, what type of door prizes for everybody? I think I talked about that. I did like one time I did seeds because it was April. And so I did plant the seeds now, right? It would, uh, sorry, I did it in uh, November. Like it's good seed planting time because it's really wet around here. So they'll bloom in the spring. So it's like plant, plant your garden now. And I just had seeds on them. And those were a really good thing. People like those. Um, information, what kind of information or packets would you give with door prizes? Um, I always have, so at my open houses, I always have a copy of my buyer's guide or my seller's guide, really depending. Um, and then, uh, also I just, you just kind of have to think about what you want to promote, right? If you want to just really talk, if you're just trying to find buyers, have a buyer's guide all the time. Okay. I also okay. have swag. I have pens. I have, um, uh, stress balls, lip balm, hand sanitizer, all that stuff. Linnea, are you giving those like the buyers kind of stuff to people who come in with the agents? Like we have a lot more people who are represented by agents who come in than not. I would just leave it on the counter. And if they take it, they take it. It's not your fault. Okay. Yep. I definitely wouldn't approach them and be like, Hey, take my buyer's guide. But um, if they, if they want to take it, take it. Cause maybe their agent didn't give them one. And just because we're represented by an agent right now, if they don't have a buyer's agency agreement, you guys, that agent might not be representing them and serving them the best. So always have your information available, but just respect your boundaries of being a realtor. Um, my golf course community is not allowing me to go and door knock. What do you, yeah, Avelia, yes. Mailing or uh, circle prospecting, pick up the phone, um, all of that. Uh, and then if you have to mail, you got to think about timeline on that too. So maybe you have to put that a little bit further into or earlier in the week. Um, 
does this imply for new construction inventory that has been sitting? I have a builder who reaches. Yeah, Selena, I would do it too for new construction for sure. If you have a builder who wants you to promote their, yes, yes, absolutely yes. But I probably wouldn't door knock that same neighborhood. I might door knock like the neighborhoods around it instead and just be like, hey, I don't know if you saw in this community that we have coming up and invite people into the community. That makes sense? Yes, that does. That's that's the one thing I was going to say, um, just in my defense. I was being honest about the <laughs> about sure. going and showing up like five minutes till. It's because the builder will put the signs everywhere for me. She puts the balloons for me. She does everything. The only part that I'm missing is basically the meat to your sandwich. I just have the bread. Yeah, I need the meat. So yeah. thank the, you. The signs, the signs are cool, but you guys think about it. Like when you were looking to buy your first house, like you, you know you may have been driving around on open houses just to look or, or sorry, driving around on Saturdays and Sundays just to look for open house signs. But typically when you're out and about on a Saturday or Sunday, you have plans, right? You, you're on, you're not just driving around casually. So signs are awesome to help people find it, but most people are trying to find what they're looking for online or elsewhere. They're trying to plan it. So you got to remember that. Um, and then do you bring, yeah, Ellen, you bring everything you need to set up. Like you need a fold up table, you need a booth sign in, you need staging equipment, bring anything that you possibly need to have this be successful for you. Um, I do not do open houses on Saturday, Lenora. So um, if you do, I would say one to four or two to five, probably. Um, but typically my, this, this particular, I shouldn't say I do not. This plan was built for a Sunday open house. So that's what this plan is for because Saturdays were like the, every, everything is. And the reason why I do the door knocking on Saturday is because people are home. Like, don't be the agent who's scared to, don't be a, don't be that agent who's scared to talk to people. Okay. So just like door knock, Hey, come to our open house. We've got these awesome things you guys. And so just take this and have fun with it because I will tell you, if you want to get business right now, open houses are the way to go. So I just, I'm a firm believer in it. Uh, you just got to do it right and ha and plan for it. Okay. All right. Does anybody have any other, any questions? Delia, I can't, no, okay. <laughs> All right. No, I was saying that was awesome information. Yay, good, good. Sorry, I went overtime both weeks in a row. I tried to get it all in, but there's a lot, as you can see, it's not just a, a quick thing, but um, I'll ha we'll have this video up posted in that Facebook group here uh, whenever it's available. Um, and then if you have any questions, let me know. And next week, we next week we have a guest host. I will be at EXPCon in Vegas. So Rachel Hadidzis will be here talking about how you can, what YouTube videos gets her business today. So she's going to be talking about the YouTube videos that she uses that gets her the most interaction today. So are these always taped? Hmm? Are these always taped that we can go yeah. back and watch? Yeah. Awesome. Always. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Linnea. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.